0: right now though stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration hi everybody it's lexi here with lexi's wellness warriors and i'm thrilled to introduce you to my friend nikki chang palace she's here with us today hi nikki (laughs) (laughs) and Nikki and I were we were just chatting as as usually happens before I start with the recording I get to chat with my amazing friends before we get this rolling, and we were just trying to figure out it's been quite a long time since we met we met back at the uh, foothills camera club probably it probably was about 12 years ago hey
1: yeah it has been a long time yeah
0: but it's just been fantastic and and you know i'm, I'm thrilled to be to be chatting with nikki today and, and sharing her with all of you because you know nikki is just an incredible incredible human great energy such a wealth of knowledge and a breadth of knowledge and and I found that you know Nikki and I are friends and and we we work out together and we we've had some good conversations but I I love that Nikki you know her main thing is is helping I'm just going to read your tagline right is helping overwhelm business get clarity direction and results and she's an award-winning business strategist a speaker an author uh To add on to that, also an incredible photographer, just a wealth of knowledge. Yes, she's got a phenomenal book, which I'm going to ask her to tell us about as well. And um, yeah, so, so I wanted to just kind of share Nikki with all of you and have her tell us a bit about her story. And, and I've I've had the pleasure of having Nikki work with me and, and coach me through um, going from this big, big picture, of course, and kind of trying to whittle things down to really get clear with my message, my mission and my direction. So um, yeah, I think that that's probably something that you see a lot of is people have this big picture idea, and it's trying to get them to really focus in and what is it you re- you really want to say. Right. So with that, I'm going to leave it with Nikki. We're going to ask you to kind of start off and tell us a bit about how you how you got into what you're doing and and some of the things you've learned along the way and and things that perhaps you've noticed as you're coaching people and working with people. It's,
1: it's funny how you say that, Lexi, about how I helped you hone things in, you know, and get clarity and and I guess put together a system. Right. Yes because a lot, a lot of people know this, but I'm an engineer by training. I have an engineering degree, right? And I'm sitting here going, you know, cause I was in university. I graduated with a degree and I looked at my husband and I said, you know what? This is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I cannot see me doing this the rest of my life. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, and I think that in itself, it's really being true to yourself and listening to yourself as to is this even the right path I mean Lexi I know you deal with a lot of students right and they don't know what they want to do when they come out of high school right Mm -hmm. and so for me the logical step was to go into engineering right and that's and because you know I was good in math and sciences and all of these things but I I As I went into it, I realized this is not what I wanted to do. And so after I graduated, I went into the business world, into the corporate business world. And in fact, I stayed there for close to 25 years. And it was like, you know, like I worked my way up the ranks, ended up as, uh, you know, in senior management for an oil and gas service company. Hey, being Calgary, what do you expect? Oil and gas, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so I worked my way up there until one day, you know, some, I don't know if you've ever experienced this Lexi, it's just like, I got to go do something different. Yes. Right. And and that's what happened to me. And I'm sitting here going, I've been, I've been with the same company for 16 years and I'm like, what do I want to do? So I said, you know what, forget this. I'm retiring. I worked hard, time to retire. And so I literally walked out the door and I retired, not having a clue what I wanted to do. I did some of my photography. Remember, you were talking about the photography. Mm -hmm. So I did some of the photography until one day somebody came up to me and they said they got laid off. And they said, Nikki, I want to take the severance package and I want to start a business. I know exactly what I want to do. I have no clue how to start a business. <laughs> and he said to me, he said, You've got all this business experience. Will you help me? Famous last words <laughs> Sure. Why not? I have nothing better to do with my time. Let's see here saying thinking to myself now what did i get myself into right mm-hmm. and then two months later somebody else came up to me and said nikki i've been in business for about 2 years now and i'm not attracting the type of clients that i really want to work with and that's when i stood back and i i looked back and it was like it was like the the universe was talking to me the heavens were parting and you know the angels were singing in the back and said this is what you need to do, right? And that's when I recognized that the corporate business knowledge that I had was not common knowledge among the small business community. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started working. I work exclusively with small business owners, coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, uh, anybody you know with maybe three or four employees maximum, and helping them build that foundation for their business. And that foundation, a lot of it starts with getting clarity on what you do, who you serve, and how you're going to articulate it, how do you position it in the marketplace. And let's try to get all of this in place before going forward, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I do. And then what happened was (laughs) I realized that when people start a business, they would, you know, like they would go on to Google. I don't know, have you ever experienced, go on to Google, how to start a business, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's when I recognize, you know, when you when you Google how to start a business, they give you a lot of information about sales and marketing. Yes, that's very important. We have to understand how to how to sell. But I also recognize that there were a lot of other pieces that people didn't recognize that were all part of starting a business. And so what I did was I interviewed nine experts in their field um, and cons- put it all together into this book called Putting the Pieces Together, Your Survival Guide to the First Five Years in Business, okay. right? So there were so many pieces like from business insurance. A lot of people don't understand. Do I need business insurance, mm-hmm. right? Why would I need it? When would I need it? And I have this one chapter that starts with, congratulations, you made your first sale. Now, how are you going to take payment? So I interviewed somebody who's a credit card processing person, right? (laughs) You know, like, it's so confusing. What do I need to do when it comes to credit card processing? What do all these rates mean? And what do all these things mean? And I put it all into one book. And that's what I did. And that's kind of how I got started in, in helping people get that clarity on what needs to be done? What is the core foundation for them
0: to be successful with their business? Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, Nikki, as you were saying, right, it's it's uh, as an engineer, I would imagine, like, being able to see how the parts fit together and how everything works. And so, again, I think that's the thing, as I was mentioning in the beginning, it's, you know, you get excited. You're so excited about, about what you want to do. You think, this is it. This is my passion. I want to get into it. This is my business. But there are so many, I know for me, uh, you know this, because you've worked, we've worked together, but the hamster's on the wheel and I'm thinking, oh, but what about this? And what about this? And there's this and this and this. And and it's fantastic to be passionate about so many things and have so many aspects and facets but as you had mentioned to me it's like okay but we need to bring this in so that we're really getting to your niche and who is it you really want to help and and what are we going to do to make that very clear and and make it so that people know what you're offering because again having all of these things we can incorporate in there but we need to have a very clear start and a clear basis so that people it's not a case of you can't see the forest for the trees which I would imagine is I know when I'm described when I was describing to you I felt like I was just it was just all of these things were were coming and it was okay we need to just (laughs) narrow this down focus yeah and applies really well to life in general too. I mean, not just in business, right? As as we're talking right now, it makes me think of when I'm working with my my older students and and helping them with writing when they're writing an essay. It's like, okay, you've got all of these ideas and all this stuff, but let's start. Let's get a clear starting point and a clear path, and let's weave this all together to make this beautiful story or this beautiful business and this beautiful journey. But we need to kind of. It's not just this this throw it together willy nilly. There there is a path, and I think that that's what i appreciate about you too is you're very patient and the way that you explain things is very um it, it's very clear and understandable to to someone who's not got that business background which is so important as well right so yeah definitely
1: well one of the things that i want to kind of add to that is a lot of people think that well when it comes to marketing it's like can you give me the formula mhm Can you give me this, you know, like, what are the steps to get there? Well, here's the one of the most, um, you know, the misconceptions is they think that if they fill out the form, that they're going to get the answer at the end of the form, Mm -hmm. you will get one answer at the end of the form. But what they don't realize is when they're starting out, and especially if you don't have clarity on who you serve or what your product is even going to look like. It's a process. It's it's not a fill in the blanks and get the answer. It's a process that that evolves over time. So just to give you an example, is uh, everybody knows I love food, right? <laughs> they see my around the world food tour, right? Because I'm a foodie, right? Um, now, when it comes to cooking, let's say we're going to make soup. We're going to stick all of the ingredients into the pot, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Sure, you can have the soup right away. However, if you let the soup simmer over a period of time, Mm -hmm. would you not agree with me, Lexi? It's going to absorb the flavors and it's going to taste much better. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I make this one soup. I make this one seafood soup. My husband keeps reminding me it tastes better the next day. I don't even know why we even eat it the first day. I should just cook it and stick it into the fridge and let eat it the second day. But the thing is, is it's the same thing when we're building a business um, and, you know, structuring it in a way is it is a process. It takes time for all the ingredients to come together for the flavors to simmer and ultimately burst out in in the perfection that it was meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something that happens overnight. I wish it was, mm-hmm. I wish there was a magic wand, but no, it's a process. And which each stage of the process, you get that much smarter and that much better. It's the same thing with the kids in school, right? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna teach them great, you know, K to 12 in one night. Yeah that isn't
0: happening. It's a progression. Mm -hmm. And I think again, it's, it's having, having you as this, this, the expert and the coach, but also because it's, it's a really a, a craft and a talent to to listen to really listen to your clients get a feel for their personality the way they kind of envision things and then to kind of to help them get to where they want to be but to do it in a way that it's like okay so now you've got to figure out basically while well, on the fly when you're first meeting someone how you're going to okay how am i going to explain this to you there's a lot of skill to it and there's a lot of as you mentioned it's not just this thing where it's like okay i'm going to do this and here we go there there's a lot more thought and 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 longevity in the process of getting to where you want to be for sure Mm. yes now one of the
1: keys to success for anybody starting a business or starting any new project or new venture Mm -hmm. the key is being open-minded and listening to what others are saying yeah that's one of the biggest keys so it doesn't matter how much experience you have Mm-hmm. Is sometimes we're too close to our own stuff. Yeah. We just can't see past it. The answers may be right there. Yeah, we're just too close to it. We can't see it. You know, it's just like the book, right? I wrote the book. I should not be the one editing the book. Right, right. <laughs> right. And, and that's the key thing. You know, when it comes to business, um, it's getting other people's perspective. It's saying, you know, hey, what's going to work? You know, what do you think? You know, doing a lot of market testing, market research. Uh, can I share with you a, a fabulous example of yes. this in action? Okay, yes, please. So, so one of my clients, she is a digital marketing person. So marketing is her jam, mm-hmm. right? This is her stuff, right? And um, she was putting together a program. And she needed to come up with the name of a program. So, you know, she worked with me and we came up with about five names. Mm-hmm. And we took those five names of the program and we put it to a poll. And in the poll, she came back to me. She says, I got the results of the poll. And I said, well, which one was it? You know, what did they say? Mm-hmm. She says, it was overwhelming majority everyone who answered the poll who was her ideal target market right all picked one title and I said okay well what's wrong why are you so upset she said it is also the title she liked the least Uh (laughs) and so I said to her okay I see I said, are you trying to sell the program to you or to them? Yeah. She's like, okay, I get (laughs) your point. (laughs) It's being open.
0: Yeah.
1: Open for feedback. Mm -hmm. And, you know, giving it a different perspective. See, she didn't see that. Cause she was, she was thinking in her mind, everybody else is out to lunch, but it took an outsider like me because marketing is her area. So it took an outsider like me mm-hmm. to remind her she's not selling it to herself.
0: Right. Right. Such a simple concept. Mm-hmm. And she had forgotten. that. But I think it's like you said, right. It's it get out of your own way. Cause that's exactly it. We see things a certain way and we have in our heads. Well, yeah, this is what I mean. Uh, that's great that this is what you mean, but the general public or who you're appealing to may not understand that that's what you're meaning and i and I think, yeah, definitely it's that any any suggestions as as the the business strategist and coach for us is when you're asking questions, it's okay, well, what about this and what about this and and tell me more about this. It's not meant as a as a critique. those questions and those deeper questions are meant to tease out to really get to your why because I think, But that's a lot of it too, Nikki, is is a lot of times when people say, what's your why? Um, You know, we've got kind of some people have this superficial, what their why is this little thing that they've got sorted out. But really, when you ask the deeper questions, or you really take the time to pull apart, you see that in fact, oh, I thought this was my why, but that's actually not my why. And this isn't the message I want to give. And so it it does take that critical eye from someone outside, because again, like you said, if I think about it, going, going to a therapist, they might ask you questions and yes, you might already know the answer, but you just don't realize it because you're, you're again in your own way. So having that outside person to kind of help you navigate and, and, and get you to, to that point is huge it makes a big difference and it's definitely worth it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I had one client, she, she was struggling with trying to find her ideal client, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, you know, what is her niche? And as we were going through the process and she started talking about her health, then I, then I saw her get so super excited. You know how your voice gets really excited and everything like that. And then I looked at her and I said, why is that not your niche? She's like, I don't know. Like, she didn't even notice that she got excited. But mm-hmm. it took somebody like me from the outside to say, oh, my gosh, you were so passionate about what you just said. You didn't hear yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why a, a lot of the all the programs that I have are all built around collaboration. hmm. So, yes, there is a teaching component involved in, in a lot of the programs that I have, but that's not the secret sauce to, for success. The secret sauce for success is running the ideas by other people and saying, hey, does this work for you? Right. And then and then they'll say, you know, I'll, I'll give you the example of the 60 second introduction right? You'll go to a networking event, you do a 60 second introduction, or you just introduced yourself to somebody and you're sitting here going, you have no idea whether it connected with them or not.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? And you're sitting here going, okay, well, that didn't work. I should change it. Right? Mm -hmm. What isn't that a natural reaction, Lexi? Let's, let's change it. Mm -hmm. The question is, what do you change? Yes. Yes. Right? What do you change? Okay, we know this website's not working, or my 60 second introduction is not working, or whatever it is, this flyer is not working. What do you change? Mm -hmm. That's why, when you have a community of entrepreneurs who understand what you're going through, you can say, Hey, does my 60 second introduction resonate with you? And we might sit here and go, You know what? It was fabulous until you got to this point, then you lost.
0: Yeah now you know what to change and what to keep. Mm-hmm. Right, because I think the human human nature and tendency would be to throw everything out, and there's value, there's probably some really good value and some good stuff, and what it is, it's just, as you said, running it by some other people, getting that constructive, helpful feedback um, really makes a difference, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. So uh, tell me a bit more about your programs, Let's let's chat a bit more about the programs that you offer.
1: Um, Most, a lot of the programs that I offer are around the marketing side Mm -hmm. and it's about helping people get the foundation for their marketing. Mm -hmm. So it's really around two key challenges. The first challenge is around out of all the different ways I can market my business, which one is the best one,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Because sometimes what works for one business owner doesn't work for the other. And that's because either they're at different stages or their audience is different. And there are so many factors as to why to choose specific um, marketing strategies. They're all great, but they might not be the right one for you. It depends. Right. And the other thing is a strategy that works for you today might not be the right one a year from now. Mm hmm right? Because you're at a different stage. So my programs are designed around that one question out of different marketing strategies, which one is the best. Mm -hmm. And the second one is around what to say, right? That's your 60 second introduction. That's your, on your website, that's your flyers or whatever your social media profiles. Mm -hmm. What do you say? What, because if you go out and you implement all of those, let's say Facebook ads, right? We take an example as Facebook ads. You can spend a lot of money on Facebook ads. No. The thing is, if your message is not connecting with people, yes. it doesn't matter how much money you throw at it. Mm-hmm. It's yep. not attracting the right people. Mm-hmm and they won't take action.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I and I mean I guess that's the thing too is if you're so if if someone has started their business and they're finding there isn't much interaction, there's not much traction, there's all this stuff I think that again that's where coming to you would really help us to, to see, okay, well, okay, let's look at these kind of these, these, um, what would I say? I'm trying to think of the word in English right now, but let's look at all these, these leaks or all these, where we need to fill that, where the gaps are and what we need to do to kind of change this around. And I like what you said too. It's, it's a thing. I think that, that it's an evolving, it's an evolving and growing process. It's not the static stagnant thing where it's like, okay, I've got my business. This is it. And that's going to be it for the next how many years it's again evolving and changing based on on you and the business and what's going on as well right so i going think back, yeah
1: going back to being open and listening mm-hmm. to what is happening right right because i mean you know what lexi i will confess i was one of those people where i thought you know when i started my business let's put up a website let's put up the open for business sign
0: mm-hmm.
1: they will come yeah it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and I think what I like too is is really your your advice of okay, how are we going to separate you from? The, the pack? How are we going to make you unique and make you different? Because I know, you know, again, in sharing when we had talked about my, my fitness business and, and what's gonna, you know, there's so many fitness people out there. What can we do to distinguish you and make you different and separate you from the pack? And I think that's the thing too, is again, having you to, to help us figure that out as well, right? Because I think that one of the best exercises was also, okay, Google Google personal trainer and fitness instructor and let's chat about this. And it was, it, and it was, it was really, it was really opening. And also my eyes were cross-eyed at one point. Cause it was like, oh my God, there's so many, right. But it, it's so true.
1: <laughs> this is what happens when there are so many, by the way, cause that fitness and fitness instructor, yeah. I will share with you my own personal story is I was diagnosed with high blood pressure And the doctor wanted me to go on medication. I said, nope, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this naturally. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose the weight. And after about six months, I realized I really needed help. (laughs) Right? Like, I think I made maybe a couple of pounds, like in six months, I said, I need to find a fitness trainer. So I did exactly what you said, Lexi. I went on to Google. I Googled fitness trainers. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going, Oh, my gosh, there's too many. And mm-hmm. then I, I I would go to a meeting. And then I meet so many fitness trainers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is what happens when there are too many choices. The brain shuts down. Mm-hmm. And I said, Nope, I, I, I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, I don't want to look for a fitness trainer. You know, this is, isn't working. Mm-hmm. I'll share with you how I did find my fitness trainer is somebody I, I met this one fitness trainer and he said to me, he said, Nikki, I specialize in heart patients, people with um who have had strokes and heart attacks and high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. That was a no brainer. I was working with him and I didn't it didn't matter how much he charged. Yeah. I was working with him. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's
0: it. That was the pain point. And that was what, that was the thing that you were looking for. Maybe not knowing it at the time, specifically what the title would be. But, but I think again, too, like it probably, you probably felt like, yeah, this is it. This resonates with me. The, what, what he's just said.
1: Exactly. Um, By the way, I did go from a size 14 to a size two in yeah. one year <laughs> and my blood pressure was controlled mm-hmm. for seven years until it decided nope I'm not listening to you anymore <laughs> incredible that's incredible yeah, yeah yeah but the thing is is is, is you know it's that journey mm-hmm. of, you know understanding and here's the other key it's understanding how the consumer makes decisions
0: yes Because there is a psychology to it, isn't there?
1: Yes. And it's even in the words that you choose. Mm -hmm. Words that you choose. Do we have time for me to share another story? Please do. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Lexi, we're baking a birthday cake. Excellent. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to make the cake itself, right? We're going to make the cake. The, The cake represents our marketing message. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the cake itself is the marketing message. Now, guess what? We're going to decorate the cake. Mm -hmm. Lexi, would you agree with me that how we decorate the cake for a toddler is going to be very different than decorating the cake for my mom's 70th birthday? Yes. (laughs) It's going to look very different, right?
0: Unless she likes dinosaurs, but yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she, no, hers is having flowers on it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, Lexi, the cake is exactly the same. It's how we present the cake that's going to be different. Mm-hmm. And I'll use an example. It, so in, in our marketing, the content is the cake. Mm-hmm. The words we use to describe it will be different. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we will be saying the exact same thing. Now I'm going to give you an example of that in in real life where the words will change. Okay, have you ever heard the term elevator pitch? Yes. Okay. Now you'll notice that the word elevator pitch really connects with people who have a corporate background. Mm-hmm.
0: When
1: we're Working with healers and, you know, people who are dealing with spirituality, they're more heart-centered entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. The word elevator pitch is really harsh. Yes. Would you agree with me on that?
0: Yes, definitely. You'll notice
1: I don't say elevator pitch unless it's this example, right? I call it the 60-second introduction. Yes. But guess what? They're exactly the same. hmm But the words I use to present it are different. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to understand who you're speaking to Mm -hmm. and your message.
0: Definitely. Because again, yeah, as soon as you say elevator pitch, I can can feel how people would be just turned off like, oh, this is going to feel like, right, totally different. And again, it's that our words have power and, and, and to be very deliberate and and again with you guiding us of is this really the word we want to use here or, you know let's brainstorm for even that let's brainstorm what are different words for this let's break out the thesaurus let's do what we need to do but what are some different ways that we could explain this because even a slight change in a word can make a huge impact and a huge difference in where your business is going exactly
1: yeah exactly that's why for me it's about building a community of like-minded entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who are there to help and support each other mm-hmm. in a really safe environment, to be able to run these ideas by other people and say, hey, does this word resonate with you? Or I, I've had, i had, you know, I've had clients who are in the medical field and I do. And then this word is like really, 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 really long that I can't pronounce. Yes. And I'm sitting here going, well, if I can't pronounce it, we shouldn't be using it <laughs> yes. marketing Very content. True, right?
0: Very true. Unless
1: you are, unless you are marketing to doctors. Yes.
0: Yeah. And again, that's that's knowing your knowing your market, knowing your client, knowing who you want to to reach. Yeah, for sure.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how important it is. What to understand who your ideal person, who are you speaking to? Right. Who do you
0: want to attract? Mm-hmm. And so like, it makes me think too, Nikki, in terms of you, you mentioned that you work with smaller businesses, <clears throat> with people who are small business. Um, in terms of, you mentioned like, of course, people in the fitness industry, you've worked with many of them, um, different. Can you give us a bit more in terms of what, what kind of businesses? I mean, I, to me, I hear... Knowing you, I think. Well, you you help everybody. Like in terms of anybody who wants to get into, who has a small business or wants to improve or figure out what they, how they want it to look. But can you tell me a bit more about some of the the different types of businesses or that you help? Well, I
1: work a lot with health professionals, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the reasons I like to work with health professionals is they've got an incredible gift. They just don't understand how to articulate it to people, what their gift can do for them. So yeah. I do work with a lot of health professionals, uh, anybody who helps with the well-being like coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, I also work with a lot of service providers. Okay. Now, when I say service providers, they could be um, uh, you know, in professional fields like accountants and lawyers and they provide a service so anybody who really provides a service Mm -hmm. is they really and especially if they're in a competitive field is how do you differentiate yourself from everyone else and how do you articulate what you do that will naturally attract the type of people that you want to work with right so it's really more the service based industries, anybody who, you know, like putting together coaching programs, or, um, you know, like what you do in, you know, fitness programs, creating a fitness program, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or a nutritionist, you know, putting together a, a meal planning, you know, there's a lot of all of that for me is under the health and wellness umbrella. And I do work with a lot of health and wellness people, because I think there's an absolute need for those services. Yes. And uh, there's plenty for everyone out yep. there. And how do we find your niche to be able to shine in, in the world? Right.
0: And, and I think that you bring up another great point is that I think sometimes we, when we're starting off our business journey, we think, Oh, it's the market saturated. There's no way they're like, why would I do this? What's the point? But as you said, there's plenty enough for everyone. And again, Everyone else isn't you. So you've got your own personal as a business owner. you've got your own personal flair and way of doing things. and and I think that that's the thing when I, I know when I'm looking, I'm sure you do the same. when I'm looking for people I want to work with or, or you know, a doctor I want to go see or a therapist or practitioner. I want to I, for me, it's very much about how I feel and my connection to them. And so I think that that's so important because we don't connect with everyone. and And instead of looking at as a looking at it as, oh, it's oversaturated, it's not gonna work. Instead of changing that perspective and that mindset to, yeah, but they're not me and I'm not them. So we might have the same training or skills, however, we may offer it in a very different way. And we don't live the same experience. We have got different experiences that we can bring into our practices, our businesses as well. And I think that that's such an important thing to remember too. Yeah,
1: You know, Lexi, you bring up an excellent point there. Because um, a lot of times my clients will come to me and they'll say, oh, I need a web designer. And I'll say, okay, what I want you to, here are some names of web designers. Here's three. Yes. And I encourage them to contact all three Mm -hmm. because they might have different packages. They have, uh, their pricing might be different. They -hmm. might have specialties in certain areas and well when it comes to web design they might have a style where one style um you might resonate with one style better than the other style right Mm -hmm. the other thing is do you connect with the individual right yes you know it's the same thing with fitness instructors or you know nutritionists or coaches or lawyers or accountants Do you resonate with them? Mm -hmm. Do you understand what they're saying? Do they, you know, do they explain things to you, Mm -hmm. right? How many lawyers do you know out there who just like, I have no idea what that person just said Mm -hmm. (laughs) or an accountant, right? Is who is in your comfort level. So I highly encourage when people are looking for um, service providers to help them to interview more than one usually three is what I say because it's a nice round number unless you don't find anything in those three then keep looking right
0: right right and I think that's it too you bring up a good point of if if you're not finding it in the three there's nothing saying you have to settle and thou shalt or thou must pick one of those you can still continue and I think again it's it's that you mentioned before about this is a process and we want to put in quality um systems along the way we don't just want to you know, make it willy nilly for lack of a better word, uh, word choice, uh, because that's going to affect it's like building a house, you want a good solid foundation, otherwise, it's going to topple like a house of cards, right? So yeah,
1: Lexi, I'll share with you another uh, example is some of the work that I do is I do consulting work mm-hmm. with um, organizations to build teams. Mm-hmm. And um I, one of the most common challenges that I hear with businesses that have more than one employee, they might have three to three to 10 employees, is they come to me and they say, staff turnover. Yes. Right. right. They say, staff turnover, or I have this team and they are not performing the way I want them to perform. Mm-hmm. Right. So typically, what happens, or through my experience, is the business owner doesn't know how to
0: interview?
1: Okay, right. They are hiring a person for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. and they're not looking at specific skill sets, right? And so that's where I, I I help guide them through the process. And when I understand what type of individual they're looking for, then I'll say, okay, these are the types of questions that you should be asking, mm-hmm. right? And I had one, one person say to me, I hired my assistant and Nikki, I have to let them go. And I said, oh, oh, okay. And I said, uh, okay, so let's take a look at your interview process. What did you, what questions did you ask them? Uh, <laughs> was I supposed to, because she spent the whole time explaining to them how great their company was. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I'm sitting here going, no, this is an interview. You need to be asking mm-hmm. them quite more questions than what they did ask. Right. right. It's more than what's on the resume. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, I can guide people with that process. I have one of my clients had um, she had an HR company that was working with her with her. The HR company was great at sending her candidates. Right but didn't guide her through the process. Okay. And and, and I I guess i kind of derailed here, but the moral of the story is you don't need to rush into it, whether it's an employee or whether it's a contractor to help you with the service, like design your website or something like that. Take the time to make sure you have the right fit.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Because it's costly if you don't. You was, might say, you might say, I can't afford to have this position empty.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can't afford to fill that position with the wrong person too.
0: Yes, definitely. And, and, and yeah, like that really, really resonates, right? Because again, it's, it's more than just the, do you have a skill to perform this thing in terms of a, of a worker? You want someone who's also got those, I mean, They call them soft skills. They're so important to me. They're like the, those are the top ones. If you don't know how to interact with people in a respectful way, if you don't know how to work as a team, yes, we, you know, many of us like to work by ourselves. However, if you don't know how to interact, you're going to have to interact with people. If you don't know how to do that, that definitely will affect the business, as you said, right? So there's more than just, oh yeah, great. You've got these qualifications, but uh you don't, don't take direction well, you don't um, negotiate or collaborate well with others. And I like what you said too, about the programs that you run and having that collaborative environment, especially because people who are involved in your programs are people who want to have successful businesses. So they're not in there to um you know to shoot down other people and to to make them feel horrible or kind of get them to quit the business. They're there to help people do better and make sure that their business is a success and, and is as successful as it can be by hitting the right market. Yeah I, I love that component of that Nikki because I think sometimes people assume that they just need to get coaching and that's it but there's the from one person but as you said like go find different people source out three four whatever you need and also interacting with other people because again they may have different experiences within business but they've got some great ideas as people who aren't right in there and close to it as you said like it's not your own baby so you can be much more critical and see some of the things that may not work as well yeah Yeah.
1: And the other thing is, people have different perspectives because yes. I'm sitting here going social media. This is an interesting conversation. Is I know a lot of people who specialize in social media, mm-hmm. and they all, when I talk to them, they all specialize in a very different area of social media. Okay. So, yeah. when somebody says social media, oh, I help you with your social media, and I'm sitting here, and go, okay, which part of it? Because I've spoken with so many, like even LinkedIn. I've had multiple people tell me, "Oh, I do. You know, I help people with their LinkedIn." But when I talk to them, one focuses on this this aspect of LinkedIn. Another one focuses on a different aspect, and I'm like, "Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yes." And again, so, it's specific with the words, being precise, right?
1: exactly exactly so it's it's really interesting but be open you know when you're talking to these people listen to what they're saying you know that's why i love zoom instead of a phone call because you can see the body language are they tensing up when you mention a certain word right mm-hmm. are they you know loose and relaxed mind you you're in an interview so they might get nervous to begin with right. um, so you have to give them <laughs> some slack mm-hmm. on that right mm-hmm. um but it your team is is you know it's not just your employees it's your contractors you know your that help you with with uh what you do you know you know if you're a brick and mortar it could be even the person who delivers your packages mm-hmm. is part of your team right so if you sell actual products the courier represents you when they get to the other side, if they're delivering one of your
0: packages, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's it too, is, is that all of these mechanisms and pieces, right? That cog and the, the all of it together, right? And as you said, it's everybody who touches that business that represents and is part of that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There's a lot, you know, I'll have to admit, Lexi, there are a lot of different pieces when it comes to business. Yeah, it is it is a complex world, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's it's finding a community that can help support you through it, and, you know, as somebody once said, like, they, they read my book, and they said, and they've been in business for a while, so they're, they're an established business, and when they read their when when they read the book, they said, you know what, if I had that book when I started my business, it pro- probably would have saved me over $100,000 in hard-learned lessons. Hmm. So I'm like, yeah. Why? Why do we want to make those mistakes if somebody else has already made? Them? <laughs> I can learn from definitely
0: now. right. And I feel like your your book is definitely putting the pieces together. is Is definitely a playbook, right? It's it's a really good, really good. Um, I was going to say suggestions. That's not really matter for words right now, but gives you some great I, things to consider.
1: I call it a resource guide.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: I mean, you're not going to learn how to do sales from my book, but Mm -hmm. you're going to know that that is one of the skill sets that is very important to an entrepreneur. Excellent. This is why, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Go get a book on how to do sales. (laughs) Right.
0: exactly that's Um, why i call it a resource (laughs) that's fantastic and nikki i so appreciate you you coming on and chatting with us and and we'll definitely be sure to to tag nikki's book in the link to the show as well as where you can contact nikki if you've got questions or want to reach out and are looking for some assistance um i'm sure nikki would be more than happy to to help you with that with your needs uh any closing closing remarks anything you want to Else you'd like to leave us with before we sign off? Um
1: <laughs> can I lead them to my website in case they yes, want more information? Please, please do. Please okay. do. Okay. My website is NCP, as in Nikki China Paulus, uh, <laughs> my initials, NCP, Nikki Charlie Peter, consulting.net. And if you go to the website, ncpconsulting.net you will be able to download 101 marketing ideas to get more sales. Nice. So if you're looking for different ways to promote your business, there are over 101 ideas in that download.
0: Love it. Love it. And again, I'll make sure that we link that into the show notes so that way people can access and find find Nikki. And also, you've got a newsletter that's associated with your site as well, correct? Because I, yes. I, I subscribe to the newsletter. I get the newsletter. So get to hear from Nikki. And, and um, yeah, so there's also you can subscribe to the newsletter, find different ways to contact Nikki. And I'll be sure, as I mentioned, to put that in our notes too.
1: Well, thank you very much,
0: Lexi. <laughs> this has been fabulous, and I, I, I'm sure, um, you know, if you've got questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm sure I will chat with Nikki and see if we can get her to come back again. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for your time. This was this was a really great conversation, and uh, I can't wait to hear what people have to say about about you and about um about our co- our conversation and what we chatted about. So well. Thank you for having me, Lexi. (laughs) You are very welcome. So everybody, thank you so much. We'll uh, chat with you again soon. Remember, I will post some extra info in our uh, meeting. I'll post some extra meeting notes rather. And uh, until the next time. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care.